0: Well, Little Henny Penny is commonly known in the United States as Chicken Little. It's a European folktale with a moral in the form of a cumulative tale about a chicken who believes the world is coming to an end. Now the phrase is, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, is featured prominently in the story and has passed from the English language to many different languages across the world. It indicates the hysterical and mistaken belief that disaster is imminent. It goes back more than 25 centuries. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Connecting Dots. Thank you for joining. My name is Paul Truesdell. Now, make sure to read the disclaimer in our show notes before each episode, and due to our extensive holdings... And that of our clients, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest should be assumed. Also, visit dots.fm for extras that are not shared on third party podcast players. What do you say we get started and talk a little bit about uh, our little buddy, Chicken Little? So, when I started in this business on a full-time basis, I actually began in 1985. I had my first brokerage account, and I've been managing money, to be very blunt with you, going back to 1968. <laughs> oh my God, it's been that long. Sometimes I want to go, ay ay Oh, me, oh my. You bet, Rufus. Oh, me, oh my. So, here's the thing. Just a little over a year after I got started in the business on a full-time basis, guess what happened? Have you got any idea? I can tell you. Ah. Black Monday, September 19th, 1987 occurred, and we had one of the biggest drops in the stock market ever. Nearly 25% boom done. It was bad. Big deal, right? Because what happened by the end of the year, we had basically had an up year. People don't realize that, that in 1987, by the end of the year, even though we had Black Monday, we wound up having an up day. The idea for fixed cost financial actually took place on Princess Palm, I think, Avenue or Boulevard at the Southern Parkway Commerce Bank in their boardroom at the corner of, uh, oh, what was it? Let's see, uh, 301 and Interstate 4, I think it is, across the street from the state fairgrounds. I wrote on a legal pad, legal pad I still have, believe it or not, after all these years, I wrote down the words, Why Pay More? So the idea for Fixed cost investing goes back to October 22nd, 1987. But I knew that at the time that technology was not where I needed it to be to do what I wanted to do. And we tried a few times. But do you stop when things get tough? I don't know about you, but I don't. Not one bit. So oh, no. I sat back and I realized that it was a bad day, but. If you buy low and sell high, then we ought to be buying, right? So it's two days after the big stock market crash. It's October 21st, 1987. I figured out as a result of a fellow who'd been in the business a long time, a fellow by the name of Jim, won't tell his last name, basically called me in the office and said, kid, let me tell you something. Everybody's panicking. Don't panic. Buy low, sell high. Find every nickel dime you can find and get money in IBM. He sat down and showed me that IBM was trading at less than liquidation value. If ever there was a hell of a time to make money, this was it. <laughs> well, 1989 came and we had all the fiasco that took place in Rio de Janeiro. In like 1989, we had Friday the 13th, another ugly day. In 1990, we had the invasion of Kuwait. 1991, we had... Japan and their big asset bubble. Now, people generally panic over things like this. I don't. Never have and never will. 1992, the European Union had their equivalent of what is known as Black Wednesday. 97, we had the Asian market crash. 1998, people don't remember this. Oh, no. The Russian ruble completely fell apart. And then 1999, if you took the, I think, five or six, maybe even 10 largest companies out of the S&P 500, we had a down year in 1999. George Bush was running for president. In 2000, we had the dot-com bubble, and we had an election. Yeah, it was not a good time. And then, oh, me, oh, my. Yep, 2001, we had 9 one Two thousand two, we had a big broad drop in the market. Two thousand seven. You remember what two thousand seven? I do. Because that's when Shanghai fell apart. The Shanghai stock market completely crapped out. Two thousand eight, everybody knows what happened. The US housing crash, mortgages, real estate. A lot of people went belly up. People committed suicide. A lot of a lot of families were hurt. I was tell people all the time back then, I gave seminars for years and I said, look, I don't get it. If I don't get it, I don't know how you can invest in these things called subordinate debentures. And I would explain to people what these things called tranches are. And and I used to say, look, and I'm going to give you a trigger warning right now. (gasps) I'm going to use the word shit to describe something. And this is what I used to do in workshops and seminars. I used to say, and I said, folks, If you would just bear with me, you're never gonna forget this. What we have are people who make shit, who have shit for jobs and they have shit for brains. They don't have shit their name, but that's okay because what we have is real estate that isn't worth shit. This real estate, we're gonna overly price it and we're gonna issue mortgages. We don't give a shit about the mortgages because we're getting paid a fee. And we're not going to keep the mortgages on our books. We're a bank, but we're not going to retain the mortgages. We're going to bundle all these shitty mortgages together. We're going to put them into a pretty box. We're going to wrap it with a nice pretty paper, put a bow on it. It's going to look like a Christmas present. And when somebody buys it, they're going to say, oh my God, look at this pretty box. Oh no. But when they open it up, it's just a pile of shit. Eventually, the shit's going to rot and stink. And somebody's going to say, I'm not paying any more money for this shit that I have. In fact, I lost my shitty job. I can't make this shitty mortgage payment. So the hell with you. I'm out. Once the shit starts to roll downhill, it's not going to stop until it gets right down to the very bottom. So I can tell you right now, absolutely unequivocal, beyond exclusion of every reasonable doubt, I don't understand this shit because it's a fog and mirror thing this is something that is going to blow up when the guy who works down the street making minimum wage doing auto repair when i can go to lowe's and the paint store and the guys that mix paint are talking about flipping homes i'm telling you the shit is about to hit the fan i told that to people all day long anyone who would listen to me i would say the crash is coming and when it did, my clients that listened did okay. I did just fine and dandy. But that's the way it is. And then came Dubai in 2009. Yeah, A lot of real estate, everything was going gangbusters. Oh, we're doing fantastic. Until you're not. Do you realize that you live in the sand? It reminds me of Sam Kennison. When Sam Kennison was talking about solving the world's problem for all the people that were starving in Africa, his solution was U-Hauls. You live in the desert. Move to where the water is. Move to where the food is. Sam Kennison. He foretold, basically, what's going on today. Worldwide immigration, they're moving to where the food and the opportunities are. Oh, me, oh, my. And we had Greece, 2010. We had this flash crash. Do you remember the flash crash? For some unknown reason, the market completely crapped out. I'm telling you absolutely unequivocally, beyond exclusion of every reasonable doubt, but going all the way back to 1987, we have had people manipulating the stock market. They've manipulated things in order to make money on the down and on the up. But they made it on the down, and some made it on the up. You've got to understand, all of you who are putting your trust and faith in mutual funds and ETFs, you are going to get screwed badly one day. Then we had the bear market of 2011, 2015, 16. Remember the Chinese crash? Yeah, everything fell down for a while. And then 2018, oh my God, the world was coming to an end. According to everybody, a year ago, right about now, October, November, December, everything fell apart. I can tell you absolutely unequivocally, beyond exclusion, I'm telling you, you've got to listen to me on this one. If you are like most people and you're not a client of my firm and you're a chicken little and you're always looking for the next event to prove that the sky is falling, you will never have a pot to pee in. I've been there. I've done it in both good, bad, and neutral times. And when I say something, it's wise to listen. You think that's cocky? I don't care. If you say this guy's cool, then you need to stick around with me. The bottom line is instead of being wise, okay, consider becoming a client of Fixed Cost Financial because the way we do it, no joke, it's better, it's simple, and it works. That does it for today. Thanks for joining me. I'm Paul Truesdell with Fixed Cost Financial. You can reach us by phone by calling 212-433-2525 between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern. Again, that's 212-433-2525. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. But ideally, for links, notes, PDFs, videos, and more to this podcast, well, simply go directly to FixCostFinancial.com and click on the blog or podcast links. For quick reference, and this is easy to remember, simply type dots.fm. That's dots.fm. Isn't that cool? And you'll land right on our podcast page. Now visit Fixed Cost Financial, the home of Fixed Cost Investing, where it's better because it's simple and works. Break the mold and do it today. All rights reserved. Reproduction or use without written authorization prohibited without written authorization.